0: working i bet y'all think it wasn't because i haven't been here in forever oh i'm sorry i am sorry let me do you does anybody else do this okay do you do this where you know you're supposed to do something you're called to do it it's not a big deal it doesn't hurt anything it doesn't like it's not painful it's not like you have to like physically hurt yourself to do it but yet there's like an anxiety of doing it it's weird it's weird and that's how the podcast has been like jump in here and do it but yet i do that with phone calls though i do that with phone calls to call a doctor like i will put off making an appointment forever when it's not a big deal and i don't know why the enemy does that but you know what we just got to fight through that kind of stuff because there's usually growth on the other side of discomfort now why is it discomfort i don't know i do not know there's no discomfort in it i love talking to myself (laughs) So here we are, and I'm gonna fill you in on what's been going on the past three months. Give me just a second to throw this introduction in here, and I'll be right back. Woo-hoo! Well, hey y'all, welcome to Closet Confessions with Christina's podcast, where we're gonna talk about the hilarious, not so funny truths about the Christian walk. Some people are called to speak on stages, but the Lord has called me to share my heart from my closet. Hey, I'm Christina mom of three, married to my high school sweetheart, multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities, self-worth, depression, and all that fun stuff the world has to offer. But God, He continues to remind me He is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with Him, He reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. Okay. We're back. So I know I can think back to Easter when I was thinking about what I wanted to do a podcast on. I think I had skipped the week before, but I did do one the week before that. So here it is. It was Easter and um the week before Easter, the Friday actually before Easter, I'm doing I'm in my salon, you know, I have a salon and I'm working in my salon and we have hospice coming out for my papa. Um he had had cancer in january they they removed it from the colon but with his age they didn't do any um, radiation or chemo so it's just kind of like we didn't really know where else it was at we knew they got it all from the colon but didn't really know where else it was at so they went ahead though and called hospice in because they just you know wasn't for sure so hospices have been coming um but i just in my mind i was like "Mm, they're just coming just to i mean i know what hospice is but i don't think i was ready to face why they were there so the friday before easter i'm in my salon and the hospice nurse comes in and she's talking to me about that i might that they're going to call a hospital bed in that she doesn't know if my papa's gonna make it the weekend i'm like what what huh i mean i knew he had been laying in the bed a lot every time i went in there he was in the bed but he was fully awake and alert and talking to me but um i just didn't realize that and and she said we're gonna get a hospital bed in here and also I'm worried about your granny she's not sleeping at night from getting up with him and we're worried about her having a stroke and I'm like goodness what so I pretty much was raised halfway by my granny and papa I mean my mama too but I stayed with my granny and papa like all the time my mom and daddy got divorced and instead of staying with my daddy um which he stayed with my granny after the divorce I just stayed with my granny and papa my papa babysat me up until. I went to kindergarten. From kindergarten to ninth grade, I rode the bus out there with him. My granny worked outside the home. My papa worked from the home. He was a trapper, so I always was with him. So um, I told the nurse, I was like, "Okay, well, I'll stay tonight. You know, I'll 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 stay so she can sleep." So my son had prom that day. I didn't get to go and, and see him, but he understood. I saw him that day. I cut his hair, and he understood why I didn't need to leave because I was waiting on the hospital bed. That first night I was like, What is going on? Like my papa was up every twenty minutes trying to go to the bathroom. But he fell so much, he would fall all the time that I had to be you know, I had to shuffle him to the bathroom. And then he would get on the toilet and couldn't get him up because he was so weak. Even though he was so strong, he was also weak. Does that make sense? Like that man was strong. He grabbed a hold of them door hinges or the door um casing and not let go and i'm like "Papa, you gotta let go we gotta go to bed so that was the first night that was crazy it was like every 20 minutes i couldn't sleep at all i didn't get any sleep now i forgot to tell you guys that if you follow me on facebook then you already know this but the week before that that um the week before i had gotten into poison oak and oh my word when i tell you that i thought i was going crazy i thought i was going crazy it actually i think it triggered it so bad because a few days before that i had a sinus infection and now anytime i have a sinus infection or any kind of cold i get an old covid rash that is hives basically and they itch like you can't even reach them they are terrible so that had already started and then i got into poison oak and boom it was it was terrible so i was on prednisone already and then i got a prednisone shot that monday and that friday is when i started to stay on my papa and my granny so fast forward i was there for 10 days and it was rough it was real rough but there was things i learned during that time and i'm going to share that, that with you but he did pass away on january 23rd um finally peacefully because the four days before that were very very rough with his breathing and him just you know not want to let go his body shutting down my granny was exhausted my daddy was exhausted their nerves were just shot it was I know they felt some guilt because they really you know was just kind of we were all like just let go papa and I think they probably felt guilt I know I felt guilt like just praying that he would just pass and that sounds crazy don't it but when they're in that much pain and it's just nerve wracking because you know what's coming i mean you know what's coming the body is completely almost shut down um then you just want that for them and so finally that saturday night around 10 o'clock finally 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 had peace and you know um i turned off the tv I told him I was going home, which I wasn't. I got on the couch, and that's finally whenever he relaxed. And, you know, I don't know. I had the TV on for 10 days straight. Me and my granny were watching all kinds of shows. And so I don't know if he did think somebody was gone. And, you know, everybody on Facebook, you need to leave, you need to leave. Well, where was I going to go? I wasn't leaving my granny and Papa, you know. And I did walk outside, I did go to the store, but I don't think I ever had a silent in there. But on the flip side, you also can't tell me that someone that a human is more powerful than God that they're holding on and that if God wanted them oh they could fight it they could keep themselves from going to be with him no I don't believe that at all it, when God's time was there that's when my Papa was taken you know but I had some amazing moments there I'm grateful for them I'm grateful for the videos and the pictures that I got I'm grateful for the time I, I got to spend with them um, You know, something that I really learned during this time, though, was before that, whenever we found out he had cancer, I had been telling clients and just praying, like, God, just let him go to sleep. Just let him go to sleep. And I honestly believed that's what what was going to happen. Like, I just had faith completely that that's what was going to happen. And when it didn't, when he was just struggling so bad for four days, I can remember laying on that couch, kind of saying what in the world god i really thought that this was going to be peaceful i really thought that was going to be a testimony and it was after the fact and it was after the funeral that god kind of showed me and gave me a vision of the reason that my papa had to struggle like that is because it made it easier on my granny to let him go that if he would have passed in his sleep if he would have passed just all sudden then she would have thought of all this other stuff she should have done or could have done or wished and this way we were all just almost begging him like papa come on because he just was just not in it wasn't a good state for him does that make sense that really showed me like just in a very i mean a very practical way that we pray for things and we think we know what's best like i was convinced that it would just be such a testimony such a testimony if he just went to sleep and i was going to be able to say god i knew you were going to do that and i prayed for that but looking back that wasn't god's best his best was how he did it and it just reminded me that that we do that that we sometimes think we know better and we almost i wasn't ever mad but i was questioning like what is going on what is going on are we going to go on like this for three or four weeks you know that's i was kind of questioning them things and um there was some other stress things that were going on during that time that was rough but god was so faithful and his grace was there. People would say, I don't know how you're staying so strong. Well, it was just His grace. I mean, God's grace was there. And I remember hearing a story one time about two um, marchers that were going to be executed for their Christian faith. And they were in a prison. And the night before their execution was set, one of them burnt their finger on a candle. And the one that burnt his finger was just having a fit oh it hurts so bad it hurts so he just started having like a breakdown like what am i gonna do tomorrow how am i gonna go and be executed i can't even handle a candle burning and his friend told him you don't have grace for tomorrow yet when tomorrow comes that grace will be there the grace will be there for that situation and i think about that a lot whenever people go through um uh, tragedies Or deaths or sicknesses and how you know we cannot imagine like I cannot imagine losing a child I just I cannot put myself in that situation but yet I do have faith that that grace would be there it'd be a different kind of grace I heard on a podcast one time a special grace for a special race and the different races that we go through in life are granted with God's grace for that situation and we can't imagine it we can't imagine how you get through that but it's not our grace he gives us each a measure of grace every single day but then there's special grace for special places and that's what that week was like for me it was a different kind of grace and three weeks later my husband's grandma passed away Oma, we were very close to her she was an amazing woman she was 94 still lived by herself had her mind completely i mean went to the hairdresser every week got dressed every single morning and she just got to where she was just ready she was just ready to go home and that was there was some special moments there too but that's more my husband and my sister-in-law's stories um but you know, Oma told me, told, she said a few weeks ago, like, I think, well, maybe when Logan graduated, so it was like last year, I never thought I'd see her graduate, and then whenever we had Colin and Blair, and they're seven, almost eight now, and I can remember her holding them, and me thinking, they won't, they probably won't know her, because at that point, she was already, you know, 87, so you're like, but they did, they, very close to her and they they got to know her and she was a wonderful lady and that happened too during this little podcast break but um i just kind of wanted to catch you guys up on what had been going on and i am sorry that i'm missing that i went missing and i don't want to do that because these definitely helped me and and i need and i try to remind myself okay if you're feeling anxious about getting there doing a podcast that just shows you the enemy don't want you to do one so get because you know a lot of times you're thinking am i really helping anybody but you know does that matter really does that matter If, if god told me to do it does it matter is that just my ego want to know i'm helping somebody i think it is i mean does it matter if it helps anybody if god told us to do it there's some things that god tells us to do that has nothing to do with another person he just wants to see if we're being obedient and that obedience brings us closer to him it brings us closer to being with him because i tell this to clients all the time i tell this to friends all the time the relationship with god is it's supernatural but it's very um mimic to our relationships on earth it's just because we can't see god that it's hard to remember that but let's think about your child or your sister or your best friend if if they do something just for you and nobody else knows about it but you know you ask them to do something and they did it just for you you know that's a bonding thing and i think that that's you know we're obedient to god even if it's not for anybody but us it does bring you closer just like when you do special things and nobody knows about it but you and god like you know i think it's so funny because this has happened to me and i know that a friend i mean i have friends that have told me things that are like so i'll get a revelation from god and it'll be like oh my gosh like i will just be like in awe well i tell a friend a a christian a, a christian sister and they don't seem as intrigued or excited well because it was what's so special between me and God. It was, you know, how things are funny maybe between you and your friend, but the other friend is like that ain't funny at all. It's the same situation, and I've had friends tell me things that God has shared with them, and they're just like in awe. And I'm just thinking, well, I don't get it. I don't get it. But it wasn't for me to get. It was between them, you know. And so everything like that builds our relationship with God. We have to remember that He, it is a relationship. That's what it, it is. A relationship. It's not a. um a, a duty or um, something we do to get a check mark. We don't read our Bible to get a check mark off. You know, I started reading my Bible like uh, asking God, show me you. Like, a lot of times, sometimes I think we read our Bible for us to feel better. You know? Like, let me read the verse where it says, he forgave David because I've done messed up and I and that's true. Yes, that's true. But, let me look at it other way. Man, God forgave David that's a good God you know instead of me looking at it for me to feel better you know I've heard sermons like you're David you fight Goliath but in reality I'm not David (laughs) I mean but that shows how faithful God was for David you know um so I've started reading the Bible asking for that like show me you and it's interesting the things that do pop up that it's just like an aha moment so i write them down and I, i've done a tiktok on a couple of them and um there's some that i won't share you know there's some that are just between me and god but there's if he leads me to share my will but um i don't even know how i got off on the tangent of of reading the bible i really don't even know where that came from but <laughs> he's always faithful to speak i believe when we go into it with that kind of heart show me you god i want to know you better you know i know me i'm with me all the time i don't really need to know me better and that's another thing i've been doing is like whenever something kind of something is going on in my mind or i start to overthink something maybe i start to overthink like why why did i react this way why let me dig deep and figure out what insecurity i have in me that made me react this way if it doesn't need to be figured out and god just needs to heal it that's what i've been doing i've just been laying it down the cross like here you go I don't know why I react that way I don't know why I feel that way I don't know why I feel jealous here you go lay it down and usually he'll show me but I don't have to overthink it I don't have to dig around I think that that's uh, honoring and humbling to him for me just to lay it down at the cross just lay it down don't try to figure it out When, when somebody's name pops up that you had a problem with and you really thought you had forgiven them like this is a situation I do I really thought I'd forgiven someone and their name pops up and I feel a little twinge I would used to like di- like try to talk myself into, into forgiving them now I'm just like again God heal my heart I release them to you here you go and I lay it down on the cross I don't try to figure it out I don't try to remember what they did I don't try to remember what triggered it I just kind of get rid of it We're supposed to be totally dependent on Him. How am I dependent on Him if I'm always trying to figure everything out? You know? So, I know this is a short one, but I really didn't have anything planned. I just was like, you know what? Let me jump on here and and get going again. Because, um, obedience brings us closer to the Father. And that is what I want to be. That is all I want. It's just to walk in His presence. And so i love you guys if you are not my friend on social media you can find me anywhere christina smith mcculley on tiktok instagram or facebook and let me pray let me just pray as i close this out father i just thank you for always being present i thank you for always being constant in our lives i thank you for never leaving us never walking away from us never dismissing us but always pulling us closer always giving us the love that we crave and that you that you designed us to want we crave your love Father help us to know that you do love us we don't have to earn it or work for it but help us to continue to crave it don't let us lose our excitement for you don't let us lose our joy just to be in your presence i just ask that everybody listen to this you just pour that on them right now an excitement and a joy just to get to know you just to sit with you i love you and honor you and praise you and thank you so much for jesus first in his name we pray amen and amen